0: Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. It's the middle of the night, you're lying in bed, when suddenly, bam, there it is, fresh in your mind, in its finished form. There's nothing more exciting than the promise of a new creative idea. You imagine the response, people love it. Likes, subscribes, shares. Then something happens, at least for me. Fear shows up. Sure, fear's in costume, but it's there, whispering lies and half-truths, saying anything to stop this creative project from seeing the light of day. In today's episode of Getting Work to Work, I'm sharing five lies fear has told me and the truths to counter them. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co 652. There are certain areas of my creative life that are stable. There's an established process to transform ideas into projects, and the weight of success is usually on the process, not the output. No room for fear to work other than maybe slowing down the process, but not stopping it. This podcast is an excellent example of that. But with new ideas that don't fit an established process, or maybe in areas that I'm not as strong in, there's a lot of room for fear to work in often in disguise, even though they look a lot like me, whispering lies and half-truths. For three years, I've had the consistent idea of adding a short-form documentary series to the Getting Work to Work brand. Telling stories audibly and visually is important to me, and I can see so many different ways to tell the stories of creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers, and how they get their work to work. And the cool thing is, I'm finally doing it. And as the machine, the process, starts up, I can hear my brain and fear playing tricks on me. Short-form documentary is nothing new to me. I've done this before. I've done even series-based short-form documentaries before. I know the process. But there's still a lot of room for fear to work in. And while there's seemingly no end to the lies that fear is telling me, I'm going to share five of the strongest lies I'm hearing and the truths to counter them. Lie number one, no one cares about this project. No one cares is the biggest lie of them all. And it's also the one that hits home the hardest. It's not that I haven't done the work to discover an audience. That's just not how my creative brain works. I don't really want to make things for an audience. I want to make things for myself and hope that others like it too. My favorite creators are this way as well. But fear knows this and whispers, Who do you think you are? You're nowhere near the caliber of your heroes. This desire to create for oneself goes against the grain of most strategists in every sector connected to creativity. And that is why fear is so strong. It seems that fear and social media algorithms are one and the same, because it's all about the audience, the audience, the audience, the numbers, the marketing. And if you don't create for an audience, guess what? You're selfish, or just downright delusional. The counter to this life for me is this. Before an audience can find my work, it is enough that I care about this project. It is absolutely not selfish to care about your project, because sometimes that's all that can keep your project alive. The goal is this, to surround yourself with people who will say, let's do it, as opposed to, you should do that, or should you do that? Lie number two, stay in your lane. If there's a lie that disgusts me, it's telling any creative person to stay in their lane, to specialize, to pick one thing, do it well, be known for it. But when fear says stay in your lane, it wants you to stay safe, in your comfort zone, not taking a chance on something new or different. Because you're known for something, fear sows the seeds of doubt In the off-road creative explorations, especially when something doesn't go as expected. See, I told you that would happen. If you would have stayed in your lane, this never would have happened. There's nothing wrong with staying in your lane, if that's what you want. But that's not what I want. I don't think most creative people see their life as a highway, but as a wide-open expanse ranging from roads and dirt paths to rivers, mountains, and valleys. If you identify staying in your lane as a lie, then the counter is simple. There is no lane. Just like in The Matrix, there is no spoon. And that scares fear more than anything else. Fear is about control, and there's nothing more controlling than classification, structure, and definition. Allowing yourself to live in uncertainty, to discover the creative possibilities without knowing what they are, is freeing. Yes, structure will come. A new lane will be found. But not at the beginning of a project. There's no way to know for certain what it will become. And that's the exciting part. And that's what you need to tell fear. Tell fear to stay in their lane. Lie number three. There are bigger problems in this world to focus on than this. If there's a lie that gets me, it's this one. There are so many things going on in this world, and yet I'm just overwhelmed, thinking that I need to address each and every problem with my work. I recently checked out a book that painted a portrait of reality that was both sobering and depressing. It explained the systems profiting from our creative labor, and these are huge and important ideas. But I just couldn't do it. I couldn't finish the book. It just shut me down. Yes, there are massive problems in this world, and there are infinite creative solutions to be found by people willing to invest in the solving of these problems, especially if they care about them. And one of my problems with social media is that it creates a dynamic where we must know everything, have an opinion about everything, about every problem. We must care about it all. And that's just not possible. I just can't do it. So the counter to this lie is this. It's okay to pick the things that you care about and forget the rest. It's not that I don't care about the systems profiting from creative labor. It's just that I feel that I lack any means of control over the change in those systems. To me, it is through the work and telling the stories that I care about that change can come. Lie number four is a doozy I'm sure we've all heard. This has been done before. Even the lie lacks originality, and yet it stops most of us in our tracks. Perhaps that's why AI is so attractive to creatives right now. Because we move the weight of originality from ourselves to the computer to allow the computer to find what hasn't been done before, perhaps so that we don't have to reconcile our feelings as it relates to novelty and originality. There's so much that I could say about this, but I'm just going to jump to the counter because there is nothing new under the sun. Those words were written thousands of years ago, and they hold true today. Novelty is rare, yes. There are some people in this world focused on bringing new ideas to life. But for the rest of us, me included, what is new to me is enough. I believe that originality can be found through the creative process, but it takes work, time, and effort, and to not listen to the lie of this has been done before. Lie number five, there's no room for imperfection. If it's not perfect out of the gate, why bother? Doubt is often a key tool of provoking fear in creative people. In this fear of being imperfect lies the root of comparison to other artists who have done similar things. To be perfect means that we match the quality of other projects similar. And if it's not, why bother? So many projects that I've done, so many projects that I've started and abandoned, all have to reconcile this notion of imperfection. And the counter to this lie is that perfection is unattainable. It does not exist, and it is a distraction in every stage of our creative processes. We need to move the weight from the outcome of the process to the process itself. I believe that the iterative process is what grows and evolves, not the output itself. But really, it's not about perfection, it's about evolution, it's about change, and comparison is just a distraction to move our focus from what we can control, change, to what we can't control, perfection. As much as I love questions, I love the boldness of an answer, to decide, to act. When we are confronting lies, it is in our actions that fear takes a backseat. I don't believe fear ever goes away. It just doesn't control what we do and don't do. What lies has your fear been telling you? How will you counter them? Not only with rational counters, but with action. And those are the questions I leave you with. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.